0: Welcome to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we discuss the Bobby Dodd years of the UTEP minors. I was asked recently a fun question. If I could have been at any one game in the history of college football, what game would it have been? A mesmerizing question, to be sure. My mind flew to about 10 games instantly. All worthy, at least in my mind, the game I really wanted to be at that one moment I didn't want to miss, and it occurred to me at that moment that half of the games, five out of ten, were during a four-year stretch of the Bobby Dodd era, and I could not resist this prospect of creating this podcast. See, many coaches in the annals of college football history had their singular stories of the incredible feats, but in terms of the spectacular, those one moments that shine that will never be reproduced, no coach can top the feats of Coach Bobby Dodds, UTEP, in the years of 1965 to 1968. In short, I find no coach in the history of college football with more singular spectacular moments than coach Bobby Dodds. His resurrection of the program in his first season, culminating that year in the turning point, led to four spectacular seasons of passing explosions in the 1960s. And it included, now now follow this carefully, perhaps the greatest debut ever for college football quarterback, maybe the greatest ending ever in a game, the greatest six consecutive throws in college football history, and the greatest fourth quarter passing performance in college football history. All the while churning out two quarterbacks who simply did the unimaginable. He was Bobby Dodd, who coached the UTEP minors from 1965 to 1972. This podcast is about his first four years at UTEP from 1965 to 1968. Now, before we get started, it needs to be pointed out that before Bobby Dodd had arrived at UTEP, in 1965, it's not like UTEP didn't have moments of greatness. Uh, The program certainly did. They had stellar players like quarterback, kick returner, and punt returner Ken Heinemann, who played from 1937 to 1939. He could do it all. In 1937, in a 53-13 defeat of Arizona State Flagstaff, he set a school record of all-purpose yards. In the second and third quarters alone, he passed for 14 out of 17, three touchdowns, rushed for two touchdowns, and on top of that, had a 93 yard kickoff return for a touchdown. And that same season, in a 34 to 7 defeat of St. Edwards, Heineman threw for four touchdowns and had a 56 yard punt return for a touchdown. And to top it off, Ken Heineman was a three time All American. There was also fullback and punter Fred Wendt, 1942, and then 1946 to 1948, who set NCAA records for rushing yards in a season, 1,570 scoring in a season, 152 points, and single game scoring, 42 points. Against New Mexico State in 1948, he set a school record by rushing for 326 yards and six rushing touchdowns. He set school records for rushing yards per attempt, 7.7, and if that's not enough, went led the Miners in punting for three seasons from 1946 to 1948. And as for incredible team performances, well, UTEP had them as well. They existed far before Coach Dobbs arrived in 1948 against their arch rival in the Battle of the I 10. UTEP defeated New Mexico State 92 to 7. They scored 14 touchdowns, rushed for 645 yards. And they even had the unusual, like in 1917, where not a single team scored them or their opponents. And now uh, this was done because they had one game and it was a 0 to 0 tie against el paso high school but still but during the years of 1965 to 1968 under the tutelage of coach bobby dodds the program reached spectacular singular heights once in a lifetime moments never to be duplicated that no program no coach could dream of much less aspire to now a little about bobby dobbs first bobby dobbs coached utep from 1965 to 1972 and posted a 42-38-2 and record and won 53% of his games. In seven seasons prior to Dobbs arriving at UTEP, that was from 1958 to 1964, the Miners never posted a winning season. And the year before he was hired, they went winless, going 0-8-2. Enter Coach Dobbs. Coach Dobbs' version of the Miners were a passing machine that exploded onto the college football landscape. In 1965, in his first season as head coach, in his first game as head coach, he and his minors set an NCAA record with 634 passing yards in a 61-15 defeat of North Texas. And that season, Coach Dobbs' minors finished number two in the nation in passing yards, 321 yards per game. In 1966, his second season, they finished number eight in passing yards and in 1967, number one in passing yards. 1968, number three in passing yards. And along the way, Coach Dobbs' team set numerous school passing records, including passing yards per game, passing touchdowns per game, single season points and single season touchdowns. So with all that as a backdrop, here we go. The legend of coach Bobby Dobbs, UTEP, in his first four years from 1965 to 1968. In 1965, the team finished eight and three in coach Bobby Dobbs' first game as head coach and with his stellar quarterback's first game ever The pair reached immediate legendary status. Now, sorry for the abundance of hyperboles that you'll hear, but it is well-deserved. Stay with me on this one. Billy Stevens became an instant legend in his first game ever as a college football quarterback as he passed for over 500 yards in his first game ever, leading UTEP to a 61-15 win over North Texas State. Billy Stevens made perhaps the greatest college debut ever for college football quarterback, and UTEP flew out to a 4-0 start. And this is when the team hit a wall, losing the next three games. So by the time week eight rolled around, UTEP was now four and three, which set the stage for the turning point. And the turning point was the game on November 13, 1965, UTEP 20, Utah 19. UTEP, and they were back then called Texas Western, ended the game four and three, as we mentioned, and Utah entered at three and five. But UTEP was on the heels of a three-game losing streak. They needed to turn it around. Speedster Bobby Wallace started off the scoring, fielding a punt at his own 11-yard line and returning it to the house. An 89-yard punt return that gave the Miners a 7-0 lead. Utah went on to score 19 unanswered points, and they led 19-7. UTEP cut the lead to 19-13 in the fourth quarter, and then here is what happened. Utah's drive down to the 8-yard line was stuffed with 24 seconds remaining. The Utes faced fourth down, and instead of kicking a field goal to make the score, 22 to 13, with just under 20 seconds left in the game, uh, the Utes went for it, and the Miners stuck the play, and now the Miners had the ball back on downs. Now, follow this. There was one play left in the game. They are down 19 to 13, and UTEP is pinned at their own eight-yard line. Quarterback Billy Stevens threw a 94-yard touchdown pass to Bobby Wallace on the last play of the game to secure the stunning victory. The play was preserved. In time, as Tom Leah, an artist from El Paso, painted a canvas called The Turning Point. Why is it called The Turning Point? And probably a dual meaning. I suppose. The game certainly did turn on that last play, but the play also marked the turning point for the program. It cut the slide, the losing streak of three games, and propelled the Miners on to win their last three games of the season. And it began the passing attack for the 1960s that took the college football world by storm. Now, the 1965 UTEP Miners finished the season eight and three, and they were fifth in the nation in scoring, 30.4 points per game, second in passing, 321 yards per game. In 1966, Coach Dobbs' teams went six and four, and they were a scoring machine. They scored over 50 points twice, over 60 points once. Enter 1967 UTEP Miners, who posted a 7-2-1 record. They jumped out to a pedestrian 2-1-1 record after four weeks, and what happened next is the stuff of legends. Billy Stevens was injured. And in came Brooks Dawson, who started the game. The incomparable Brooks Dawson, on October 27th, 1967, in a 75-12 to 12 victory over UNM, UNM became the victim of perhaps the greatest six consecutive passes in college football history. UTEP quarterback Brooks Dawson opened the game against New Mexico with six touchdown passes in his first six throws of the game. His NCAA record, then and now, seems impossible to this day. Video game numbers. Now, the next week against New Mexico State, Brooks Carson started again due to the injury to Billy Stevens, and he did it again. Well, nearly did it again. He passed for four touchdowns, ran for two touchdowns, including a 20-point explosion in the fourth quarter and a 46-24 homecoming victory over arch-rival New Mexico State. Now, by November 8th, Billy Stevens was back at quarterback, and UTEP faced number six Wyoming at home in the Sun Bowl. They were down 21-19 to when Stevens led the Miners on a nine-play drive, and Jerry Waddle's 44-yard field goal attempt was good according to one official and not good according to the other, and UTEP ended up losing. The 1967 UTEP Miners 7-2-1 were an offensive juggernaut as they led the nation in scoring 36 points per game, led the nation in passing 301 yards per game. Now, we need to pause to take in the legend, of quarterback Billy Stevens, who was under the tutelage of coach Bobby Dobbs from 1965 to 1967. Billy Stevens had become an instant legend when he passed for over 500 yards in his first game. He had led the Miners to two Sun Bowls, winning them both, 13 to 12 over TCU in 65 and 14 to 7 over Mississippi in 1967. And in each game, Stevens was the Sun Bowls MVP. In his career at UTEP, Billy Stevens set most of UTEP's passing records, as well as setting NCAA records for passing yards and touchdowns. Stevens was a two-time All-American. Needless to say, he set school records for single season passes, career passes, career passing yards, and longest touchdown pass, that last play of the game, 92-yard pass to Bobby Wallace. So now, enter 1968, and Brooks Dawson is the starter for Coach Dobbs. This team finished a pedestrian four, five, and one. The season itself did start off quickly for UTEP as they jumped out to a one and one start tying Santa Barbara and defeating New Mexico 44 to 15. But in week three, they faced Arizona State University and famed coach Frank Cush devised a defensive scheme called X-Stunt with Dog. And that opened up a clear path for defensive end Dennis Farrell. Farrell recorded five sacks on Dawson that day. And altogether, Dawson was tackled 13 times. UTEP lost their first game of the season, 31-19. By the time Week 7 came around, UTEP was now 2-3-1, and and they faced BYU. And what transpired was simply the greatest fourth-quarter performance in the history of college football. The incomparable Brooks Dawson Part 2, if you will. It was October 26, 1968, and UTEP quarterback Brooks Dawson threw four, now follow this, threw for 304 yards in the final 10 minutes, 21 seconds in the fourth quarter and a 31-25 defeat of BYU. The Miners were down 25-3 to 3 with a little over 10 minutes remaining when this epic fourth quarter passing explosion occurred, the greatest passing performance ever in one quarter. Down 25-3, to 3, Dawson led four drives, threw three touchdown passes, one of 70 yards, and again passed for 304 yards in a little over 10 minutes of game time in that fourth quarter. Dawson had completed 17 of 24 passes for the 304 yards in that final 10 minute, 21 second span of game time and led the team to score 28 unanswered points. Well, later that season on November 10th, 1968, in a 34 to 31 loss to North Texas State, Dawson threw for 401 yards and the season ended with UTEP posting a 4-5-1 record. Well, there you have it. The amazingly unique feats of Coach Bobby Dobbs, UTEP minors from 1965 to 1968. As I said at the beginning of this podcast, I find no coach in the annals of college football history who had such spectacular moments as Coach Bobby Dobbs, once in a lifetime, never to be seen again moments. His resurrection of the program in the first season that culminated in the turning point led to four spectacular seasons of passing in the 60s and perhaps the greatest debut ever of a college football quarterback, maybe the greatest ending ever in a game, the greatest six consecutive throws in college football history and the greatest fourth quarter passing performance in college football history. And it was one coach with two quarterbacks who did the unimaginable. He was Bobby Dodd from 1965 to 1968 of the UTEP minors. Dare I say, we will never see the likes of him again. His feats were simply incomparable. Thank you for listening to History of College Football. I am Jay Abamson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.